Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news. Sports talk comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Everybody, you are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Today is simple. I want to tell you. I want to just talk to you about effort today. Just about effort. You know, it's, 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 it's a word that people use to describe uh, sometimes trying. But what I found out about trying is trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I tried. When the, and then everybody go, well, he tried. He, that was the best. Well, that's, that's not exactly true, though. That, that's, that's not exactly true, you all. And I, and I, and I want to talk to you about that because I don't want you to be one of the people who just tried. See, trying... I mean, I got to tell you, to to attempt something, you're going to have to first try. But I want you to change your mindset from trying to getting it done. See, that's a, that's a big difference. I'm really more apt to listen to the person that says to me, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to try. What try does is it allows you to fail. It's the person that has the mindset that I'm going to get it done. It's the person who changes the complexion of things. I'm going to get it done is very different than I'm going to try. You know, look, man, I know, I know this sounds a little harsh, but, but you got to stop feeding yourself these little old wise sayings that ain't, it was a valiant try. Hey, man, you talk to anybody that took second place in the Super Bowl and see how they feel about their valiant try. The only way to gain God's real blessings is you have to try something. Steve, you're backpedaling. Now, listen to me close. You have to put forth an effort to, to uh, allow God to put his finger on something to bless on your behalf. You must start to attempt. Now, in saying getting it done and I'm going to try, that's a different of two different faiths to me. That I'm just talking about me now. You may be different, so I, I, can't, I can't say this about you. But I can say this about me. If I say I'm going to get it done, I have a lot of faith in it. I am going to get it done because I just don't see failure as an option a lot of times. Now, if somebody says to me, like uh, the Olympic team invited me out to curl one day, which is throw these stones on the ice, if you're not familiar with it, it's very simple. And so I said, man, I'd like to give that a try. I went in full well knowing I may not come away from this little curling lesson as a person who could make the Olympic team. I just wanted to try it. Because I thought it looked cool and I always wanted to get it done. Well, I failed twice. I threw a stone completely into the other lane. I lost that little ice shoe. It shot out from under me. But you know what? 
I kept trying, though. I kept trying until I got four of them stones in that circle right where I aimed. But now, had I given up after I failed, after I threw that stone in the other lane, after I shot my shoe down all the way to the bottom side, the little ice shoe they give you, I never would have did it. But because I was trying, something got me together a little bit because of my effort, and it caused me not to fall the next time, not to throw it in the other lane, not to shoot my shoe to the back of the wall. All of a sudden, my trying became something. Now, had I stayed out there and it wasn't so cold and I went back week after week after week after week, I promise you, I could get it done. I could at least know how to compete in a game of curling. Might not be the best, I might not win the championship, but I could have got it done to the point where I could have competed in a game of curling. So sometimes, if you're scared to say I'm going to get it done, just go out there and get started. You know, learn from every attempt that you make. See, don't quit writing yourself off as a failure every time something don't go right. When I fell on that ice, I could have said, man, I can't curl. But hold up, man, I'm watching four other women out here curl, four other dudes out here curl, little kids out here curling. Hold up, partner. You know, man. So I learned when I threw that stone on the other ice, when I when I fell, when, when my shoe shot off. I learned from every attempt a little bit more about it. And then I said to myself one point in time, man, I'm going to get this stone in that circle. I'm going to get this stone in this circle. And guess what? I got it done. Now, what you saying to me, Steve? I'm saying to you that you got to get started. That you got to put forth an effort. Give God something to bless. Oh, God, bless me. Oh, God, bless me. Bless you what? Bless you where? Bless you how? Stop basing your results on what you're thinking. You got to think higher. You get God in your life, man. He allows you to think higher, bigger, better, more. I'm sitting up in my debt. I came up with a plan to get out of debt in five years. I came up with this plan, right? I was sitting up and I was tripping on it. Then I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. This, this is what I came up with. I said, God created heaven and earth, all of it. The mountains, the sky, the valleys, the oceans, trees, the birds, the Indian Ocean, all of it, made all of it in six days. And then he rested on the seventh. So why am I taking to God the five-year plan? If he can create heaven and earth in six days, why am I walking in there talking about help me in five years? How is it going to take God five years to get me out of debt and he made heaven and earth in six days? Do the math here, man. I ain't that big. You ain't that big. You ain't in that much trouble. I ain't in that much trouble. See, God got a way of showing you some things, man, but it's going to take some faith. And faith going to take some effort on your part. Man, get out and do something, man. You God will bless you a little bit and he'll give you a little bit more courage. And then all them attempts you making is going, and all this, oh, I'll try. You know what that turned into? I'm going to get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. Because trying to pay your rent and not paying your rent is two different things. You can 
You can try to pay your pay your rent or you can get it done. Now, how long you think you're going to stay in that house trying? You got to go with the mindset of getting it done. And if you can put some stuff out there and give God a chance to put his finger on it and bless it for you, the most stuff he can do for you. Quit looking around at what everybody else got and go and get some of it for yourself, okay? All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, let's be about it. Let's get with it. Come on now. It's time to get it. Steve Harvey Morning Show is what we're talking about now. So here's the deal. Let me make it perfectly clear. Gratitude. If you start your day with gratitude, there is no better way than to say thank you. Once you introduce gratitude, you have now affected your mental attitude. And Lord have mercy. Once your attitude is right, it is in direct correlation to your altitude. You get them twos lined up, boy, you can be something. <laughs> you better believe that. Shirley Strawberry believes that. Carla Pharrell knows that. The mouth of the South knows that. Junior knows that. The legend that is Nephew Tommy in all darkness knows that. <laughs> and yeah. is do I. Yes, sir. Junior. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's talk about it, man, because you talk about wanting something out of life, man. It's about sacrificing and discipline. To get to where you want to go, is that it? Don't go hand in hand. Well, sacrifice and discipline is different, and a lot of people get them confused. And they think if they're sacrificing that they're being disciplined, and some people think if they're being disciplined, they're sacrificing. It's not the case, it's two separate requirements. Bishop Jakes was talking one day, and he said that when you dream and aspire to something and you look up at your dreams and aspirations, you're looking through a glass ceiling. And in order to get to those dreams and aspirations, you will have to break through the glass ceiling. In breaking through glass, there's going to be some cuts and there's going to be bloodshed. And the blood that you're shedding is usually something that you care about. That is sacrifice. Discipline is doing what you have to do even when you don't want to. Amen. And understanding discipline, it's a hard lesson to teach your children. 
about discipline. Discipline is doing what you have to do even when you don't want to. How many people are listening to this show this morning getting ready to go to a job that you may not really want to, but guess what? You know you have to. That's discipline. I don't want to get these kids ready for school and fix their lunch and all this here. I don't want to do that this morning, but I have to. That's discipline. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice is hard, man, because you don't want to give up something to get something else. See, people have a tendency to want to hold on to everything. But ain't no room in the closed fist. There's only room in the open fist. And when you open the fist, something can get out. But that's the only way for Mo to get in. And that's the decision. That's the glass ceiling that you got to break breakthrough. And that's the cuts that you got to take. And that's the sacrifice you have to make. Lord have mercy. You better ask this boy something. Like you like you sent it to me in a text or something. I'm just bad for this. All right. God made and cut me in this hill life, boy. I know this hill. I ain't got to think about this hill. That's a vibe right there, Steve. All right, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. The nephew is in the building. We can't see him, but he is here. We promise you he's here. Uh, Run that prank back with the nephew. It's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Let there be light. This one is lit a candle. Burn one of my candles. See, thank this you, lad, nephew. This lad, <laughs> really think you sexy. You about to burn your face. Yeah, I got pretty damn close, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> you felt that heat come across my eyebrow? Boy, last thing I, I need is... Tell you, something, man. you burn I your can't. eyebrow off, you talking about a holly. <laughs> 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 I have to get it tattooed. <laughs> what you got, Nav? I got hot checks at the church. Hot checks <laughs> at the church. Cat dog, if you would. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh brother Deshawn. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you? You? I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay, now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay, now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with the bank. Right, right, I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was $250, am I correct? Right, right, I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering, right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering. Okay, now... What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but your your check that you wrote for two fifty actually has bounced. And, you, and wait a minute, you saying my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars? Your check bounced. So what what I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind- wait a minute now. I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that, that that one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What, what is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was, 
I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church, wait a minute, wait a knowing what that they're going to bounce. There's a lot of people write these. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why do we? One clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty che- money in the bank, and all my checks clear. I don't write no <laughs> rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday, and that's the problem. How are you gonna try you to give a look? Wait a minute, I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done yeah, wrote I'm trying this. Trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the two fifty plus the thirty dollars? So you we wait thirty dollars. That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm I... gonna check my bank, and if my check clear, you gonna pay me thirty dollars for calling me, harassing me about a two hundred and fifty dollar check bounce. I don't write no. Why would you write check? What you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of nerves calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced, and you tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money, and don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When, when are we going to get this 250 and this $30? Who is that she's calling you? Somebody from the church tell me I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the deacon, busy. I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of Thank you. You got the money. I ain't got... I, who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church, and you going to call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more, and if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for $250. And you the, will and- not get $280. You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect their money? Never. Not no $280. You will never get $280. You're going to make me and come by your... Ba- and my check then... Ba- what did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. Well, you- bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus thirty. I'm whatever I want to. Okay. No, you and don't, you yes, know what I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you- you are not, don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get coming to- up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm going to make sure I find your because you the person I want to see. You're going to. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him, because I don't believe my check bounce. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got- no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I- talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I got, but I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What, what are you going to
got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? I say this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that. <laughs> Left here flying out the door in a hurt. No, she didn't. I'm a <laughs> that. <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. All right, nephew. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Coming up next, Very well. it is as Very the well. CLO with the Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, actor Terrence Howard is brilliant. Let me just say that. He claims to have invented hydrogen technology that could defend Uganda. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And in other entertainment news, gospel music singer Kim Burrell has apologized after facing backlash for her recent remarks at a church. We will talk about these stories, like I said, at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask. He's a scientist. Lucius, baby. Lucius, the hour. Get ready for it. All right. You're not ready. You are not ready for this one. It's time to ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is ready for your questions. Okay. Corey in Memphis writes, I have a coworker that is having an affair on her husband, and I let her use me as an alibi. Since she's given her husband my phone number, he's called to ask about me, not her. He wants to get to know more about me. I enjoy our talks, and since she doesn't want him, should I see what he has to offer me? <laughs> All right. Obviously, obviously, that's what you're going to do. Right. right. You don't now, need is she married? Corey. No, Corey's not. It doesn't sound like Corey. She didn't say. She's not married. We're going to assume she's not. Oh, the person that wrote the letter. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. The, the She's not married. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Well, Corey, just know this right here. Until they get separated or divorced, they still marry. So you got to weigh out the fact that you want to be in that because that's what you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. And then if your friend find out, Woo. you already know what that's going to be. So mm-hmm. you just got to weigh it out. She's you know, gonna be like, "Well, you nah. gave him my phone number." Yeah, uh-huh. technically you shouldn't, but that ain't how we live. That ain't the world we live in, though. No That's right. That's right. So. All right, moving on to Paige in Orlando. Paige says, "My next door neighbors argue all night, and I beat on the wall the other night to get them to settle down. Uh-uh. Their teenage daughter saw me in the hallway, and she said that I hit her bedroom wall, and if I did it again, she'd beat my, you know what." Uh, should I tell her parents how she talked to me or should I just leave it alone? No, just leave it alone because here's a problem. You live next door to a house full of ignorant people. (laughs) (laughs) The daughter is repeating stuff she's heard the parents say. Oh, thanks. This is a volatile household. Leave it alone because now they're going to turn that anger on you for messing with their daughter. See, no. ignorant people, they spread it. They don't keep it in a container. Okay. Ignorant people 
they spread it all over the place. I would leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, my bad. You know, you don't want no trouble. You're just trying to sleep. That's not going to stop them from arguing. But they mm-hmm. will turn that anger on you, and then you living there going to be really uncomfortable. Let yeah, it go. That's... That little girl going to end up somewhere else just like her mom and daddy. So just go and leave it alone. Mm-hmm. We, are, we don't want all right, moving on to uh, Candace and Jover. I'm going to just tell you about me, though. Your little young ass ain't finna threaten me. That ain't what you finna do. <laughs> okay. You and I'll be banging out. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we're going to find out who ass you can whip. Carl over there to whoop her ass. But you ain't going to believe the return. <laughs> on your investment. Oh, you this the ROI on this one is ROI. good. ROI. Yeah, you want to invest in ass whooping. Watch the returns on this one right here. Right. All right, here we go. Candace in Dover says, I'm a 48-year-old grandmother of three boys. I love them so much, and I spoil them to death. I already have their Christmas presents, and when my son found out, he admitted he was jealous. I had him when I was 17 years old, and he didn't get spoiled like that. But how can he be so jealous of his own boys? Because he's stupid. (laughs) That's all. Next question, Sharon. He's stupid. <laughs> He's stupid. Yes. You didn't have it to give back then. Right. Do the math. Period. Yeah. Might finna mm-hmm. go through this with you, boy. <laughs> Treating your sons well, doing stuff. Man, get out of here. Go, come on, Shirley. Come on. All right, this is the last <laughs> one, Steve. All right, we got um, at least we spend some time with this. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Fatima in Jacksonville says, uh, My boyfriend of two years has turned into a wild man since I met him. He stopped shaving that very important area that I love to see bare. And I tried to talk to him uh, into letting me shave him as a sexy experiment. But he didn't want any parts of that. He can't take a hint. So how do I get him to trim it up down there? Stop hinting. Just say it. Just out with it. No, you ain't got to say it. I don't, I don't like that. We ain't doing it no more. Ah, uh, uh-huh. cut him off. Quick. Shut it off, huh? Uh uh-huh. 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 Get away from me with all that. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I bet he get the cutting. I bet he yeah. get the cutting. <laughs> I can't stand that. Oh, get away from me. Be extra. <laughs> Be extra. Oh, what is Over that? Uh, <laughs> it's some on it. It's some on it. <laughs> You got too much lint on you. Oh. Stuff. <laughs> oh, See, lint no. ain't bad. You just got to say, you know, towel. You got uh-huh. a new towel. You ever dried off yeah. with a new towel? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. all the yeah. fuzz be on you. You don't really know what the hell happened at first. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you, does she just yeah. ever say what it is? Or just do stuff like Well, let like me tell you, you let, let me, let me, you know, we was talking about this tile for a second here, and I uh-huh. it reminded me of a story of why oh. when I was back, <laughs> okay. in, my, back in my wilder we, days. We have know. time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I went over to this girl's house, and uh, she had uh-huh. these new tiles. Uh-huh. And uh, I was drying off and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, I started finding all these fuzz balls on me. And I couldn't understand. And I thought, this uh-huh. is what I thought, uh-huh. I had been somewhere else uh-huh. before I came over there. And I ain't want her to see uh-huh. 
what I had on me. So she came in moving. the bathroom. No, I wasn't moving. As long as it wasn't and moving. And I had all this golden tan fuzz balls all over me. And okay. she said, oh, my God, what is that uh-huh. on you? And I hadn't prepared to lie yet because <laughs> she just walked in the bathroom. You know, I'm going to lie because I didn't know what it was either. And so I said... <laughs> Uh-oh, what? Oh, my God, my eczema. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you hadn't pre- perfected it, your this life. Is, this is in my younger days, so yeah, I didn't you were really a know. Liar. She said, yo, eczema. <laughs> she said, fool, that's the lint off them tiles. I got new tiles the other day when I knew you was coming over yeah. here. And she didn't watch. I just first. fell oh, yeah. to my knees and said, Thank you, Jesus. That <laughs> raggedy lie you had. Ah, yeah. cause he I had it. Who the was back not then. good? Uh-uh. <laughs> Dumbass lie. I done wasted one. Exit. All right. Thank you, rookie. <laughs> All right, coming up uh, at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so Terrence Howard says that he's invented a new hydrogen technology for Uganda and that it can clean the ocean. Last week, while meeting with the president of Uganda, Terrence said his new system, take a listen. You know, I was born Terrence Deshaun Howard. I've become an actor. You know, I've been nominated for Oscars and Golden Globes and and SAG Awards. But those weren't the things that really moved me. As a child, I studied chemical engineering at Pratt Institute. Was there for two years until I saw that there was an inconsistency with the math there. 
And so I went out to explore a new way of understanding how the universe worked, and I was able to define the grand unified field equation they've been looking for and put it into geometry. And then with that geometry, I was able to put props on that. And what I'm saying is now we have invented a new form of flight that I would like to bring here to Uganda to replace the drones, to replace the helicopters, to replace the planes. We've already, we have all the funding necessary. What we need is just a fertile ground in which to build this. Now, this is the geometry of hydrogen. Say Woo. what now? <laughs> what, Lucius? What, Lucius? What, what? Lucius? Right. What? It was it too deep for you guys? Do you need to hear it's, that again? It's some more no. to it, too. <laughs> it is a lot more. It, it, it turns into defense of the nation. Yeah. Uh, you can make a hydrogen bomb with this. Mm. He goes into this deepness, man. And like, yeah. no, look, man, I'm not a science guy at all. But what I do have the ability yeah. to do is listen and at least put together the story. Uh-huh. This boy is on a rant. Now, what you need to see is the video of the black dude behind him. <laughs> That's obviously yes, a scientist Steve, yes. of some kind. Because that dude right there was in the video. And the African was just, mm. He was yeah. baffled. He was He baffled. was like, I mean, you, you, uh-huh. hey, man, you know how, you know how you see somebody looking at something and, and really be trying to listen? Figure you can tell out. they listen because they kind of like, you know, they kind their mouth come open a little bit and they turn uh-huh. their ear towards you. <laughs> <laughs> and Terrence is an actor, and he sounded great. I mean, if you didn't know, he Oh, he wrote like, off all that. That ain't what yeah. burns him. <laughs> Maybe that's he why left he Pratt didn't get uh, Iron Man Part 2. He thought he built Iron Man. Is that what he's going with? <laughs> yeah. Oh Terrence God. Howard also announced his goal to raise money for information, communications, and entertainment industries. But see, so he here's, here's, a, here's the thing that he threw me with. He said, we have the funding. Uh-huh. We just need a fertile ground. Dog, yeah. listen to me, man. Anybody, man, will let you come. If you got that, if you got an intervention that can do something that's never been done before, and you got the funding, mm-hmm. you know how many people give you somewhere to work that out? Who the hell you went it? all the way over to Uganda <laughs> and told them people, man, hey, man, like, they ain't heard the pimp game before. <laughs> <laughs> Can, yeah. I, yes, can I get you to do something for me, um? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's possible, can you set it up where Terrence Howard Uh-oh. can talk to Herschel Walker and we just sit back and just listen to that? Hey, man, <laughs> I just, think, ladies and just... gentlemen, coming up on our next break, <laughs> Terrence Howard and Herschel Walker will be answering questions from the press. Carla. Shirley and Junior will be the press. Okay. I'm assuming, Tommy, who do you want to be, Herschel I or? I got to be Herschel. You cool. know he wants to be Herschel. I'm going to be Terrence Howard. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hear from Her- from Terrence Howard and Herschel Walker Man. together today on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. First time. We, first right, time uh, ever. Uh-huh. In other entertainment news, gospel singer Kim Burrell has issued a public apology on Instagram after a video of her went viral on social media. Take a listen. Got to choose up. Find you some value. You know, sometimes before we get friends, we have to do an interview. How long have you been broke? 
How many times have you changed your name on your light bill? <laughs> How many of your bills in your little cousin's name? <laughs> Do you live in a trailer home or a house? You know, you understand. And it's not about status or material things. It's just about choices. You know, life is different now. And, you know, we are at church. Thank God we're here. Those of us are walking by faith without a mask and no vaccine. And so we, we honor the Lord. God is good. I respect all of the men of God here and respect you. Can y'all clap so I don't feel strange right about now? Hopefully we'll get a chance to meet each other when y'all invite me to come to your church. I'm not as expensive as I seem. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe you got a little leftover from your PPP loan. <laughs> Prayer, praise, and power. You understand. Amen. Isn't the Lord great? Amen. There ain't nothing wrong with that. She's just joking. Uh-uh. No, you know, I just think, you know, it, you know, I think it's her attempt at humor. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, you know, church folk can be the most sensitive people. They got mad about the money issue. That's all it was. They wasn't mad about the vaccine or the mask. They wasn't mad about the PP loans. They was mad because she said you got to choose up. Because when you tell a poor person yeah. you want to choose she, she up, did. they think you're talking about them. Yeah, she did apologize, by the way. Uh, she her. shouldn't it have. Was it, it was just jokes. It was just jokes. It was Yeah, the tr- it wasn't. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like broke-ass friends. Now, I'm not <laughs> <right>. apologizing. <laughs> I'm supporting Kim Burrell. Now, <laughs> All right, coming no up in 20 minutes. Get a bunch coming of broke-ass 20... friends and see if your ass don't end up broke. <laughs> coming up in 20 minutes after the Choose hour, up. men. <laughs> All right, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, Herschel Walker and Terrence Howard will be our special guests right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, as promised, ladies and gentlemen, we have two special guests with us today here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We have uh, uh, Republican senatorial candidate Herschel Walker, and we have actor Terrence Howard visiting us today, both for the first time. We'd like to welcome you, gentlemen. Good evening, dear one. I sure appreciate being parts of this here type of panel like y'all got. I got paneling at my house kind of like this here, but go ahead. And, and wonderful uh, hypothetical situation of clarity from my side also. Oh, thank you, uh, Mr. Howard, and thank you, Mr. Uh, Herschel Walker. Oh, I'm heavy right. like that. <laughs> we'll take we'll take questions from the crowd. Uh, I recognize uh, Carla. That's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning, Carla. You have a question? Good morning. Good morning, Herschel. Good morning, Terrence. Uh-huh. My question is, is just simple. Let's get to it. What is global warming? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, what it is, is a lot of the globe then uh, basically then microwaved itself and got itself. See, when we turn on all these microwaves at one mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. what we do is we warm what the we globe. Uh-huh. What we do is we warm this here globe and the whole globe gets warm. See, what we got to do is folks can't use these microwaves all at one time like this. All right. Uh, thank you, I'll Mr. Help you out. Mr. Walker. Listen, your time is listen, up. Listen, guys. What uh, Herschel is trying to say, I'm Terrence Howard, uh, SAG, mm-hmm. uh, Global uh, Award winner, uh, Oscar mm-hmm. nominated. You mm-hmm. know, what he's saying is here quite simply that uh, 
hydrochloride in the air is uh, facilitated to uh, follicle airwaves. And what I've invented is a way to uh, unmicrowave the air and make it more palatable for people that can use it even in Uganda. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a follow-up question, Ms. Farrell? Yeah. You invented? Exactly. Yeah. I had two hydrogen peels and I put them together in water. And, and when they dissolved, I drank them, and that's what made me. You drank them. Now that's right, right up there with Elijah M- McCoy right there. Go ahead. Now, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a question uh, from Junior, also from the yes. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good yes. morning, Junior. You have uh, a question. Yeah, good morning, uh, Mr. Herschel, Mr. Howard. Uh, Mr. Mr. Herschel, uh, how is it possible that you've denied mm. your children and we want to know how is it that you're going to sit up here and run for candidate office for Senate and deny your children? There are thousands of spiders that don't know they offsprings of them spiders. And then there's ants like this here that that when these ants is born, these ants, queen ant don't ne- mm, really have to take care of the other ants. You understand? Exactly. 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 All right, we'll be back with more <laughs> of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're going to his voicemail. Herschel and Howard. Herschel and Howard. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to check Steve's voicemail. If you'd like to leave a message for Steve, call him 877-29-STEVE. First call is from Sandra from the DMV. Hi, Steve. My name is Sandra, and I'm calling from the D.C. or the DMV area. I'm sorry. So my question is, please don't take offense to this, but my question is, I listen to your morning show every day, pretty much, and I always listen to your words of encouragement after the show. I want to know what makes you the expert to feel like you can say these words of encouragement to people. Are these things that you've been through? Um, are these things that, that your family has been through? You know, give me a little insight on why you say the words of encouragement that you do from. Okay, tell Tommy I love him. Well, you Don't know, Miss Lady from the DMV, I'm gonna try not to take offense, but uh-huh. once again, you coming from the DMV pretty much explains why your ass is working at the DMV. Why? <laughs> Uh, Do you the think? DMV is the D.C., Maryland, Virginia yeah, Maryland. area. It's not the Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. Oh, see right there? I'm finna go off on your ass at the DMV. Don't take offense. She oh, said well, that. Well, we right back to where I need to be. Just because you in the DMV <laughs> don't work at the DMV, don't change my A-N-S-W-E-R. Your what? So, it ain't going to change my A-N-S-W-E-R, my answer. answer? Uh-huh. See, it, it is amazing me. Ma'am, what makes me the expert Sandra. is that I've lived this life. Mm-hmm. You know, and be, you may not know my history, but if I'm saying something to you in my encouragement that doesn't make sense or doesn't apply to you, then please don't use it. Mm-hmm. But I say things for people that they can relate to because I've had to relate to it myself. I don't speak of anything in my closing remarks that I don't know about and I've not had to address myself. I'm not out here guessing none of this stuff. So what makes me the expert is my 65 years of life. Now, I have a PhD in living. 
I really Ooh. do. I got a PhD in succeeding. I got a PhD in getting up off the ground. I've got a PhD in recovering from mistakes. I got a PhD in grace and mercy from our Heavenly Father. So that's what makes me qualified. It's called experience. And now if you choose not to listen to me at the end of the show, then please do. And if it don't apply to you, then you can take that too. But that don't offend me at all. I'm used to people like you. Next question. Uh, See, that was nice until the very end. Thank you, You uh, Sandra. All right, uh, Misty is from Philly. She left a message for you about about Tommy. Hey, Steve, this is Miss D. My husband and I attended Tommy's show on Saturday in Wilmington, and we just wanted to say that it was an amazing show. He mentioned you haven't seen his comedy in recent years. You really need to find a way to attend one of his shows. It will blow your mind, and it will also soften your heart to see the man that he's grown into, and he gave you credit for who he has become and how you've helped him. So I just wanted to tell you that that Tommy really has an amazing show, and it's worth you seeing it. We laughed until we cried, and we partied all at the same time. You and everyone on your staff have a great day. Bye-bye. Well, really, that's true. I haven't seen his show in a number of years, and I appreciate him giving me credit and everything like that. But uh, me being I have to get there probably not going to happen at no time in the near future because I'm going to demand and ask for free tickets, which is not going to be able to support his family in any way whatsoever. (laughs) So the fact that I'm going to be at the show ain't going to make a damn bit of difference to his performance. Uh, I've trained him to give his all in all and his best. And I'm glad that he's finally getting the accolades that he deserves. You don't get accolades you don't deserve. When people call in and say they had the best time they ever had, it's because they did. It's that's people nice. having a wonderful time. So he's got a great show, I understand, from a lot of people. You know, now you're asking me to be impressed about it, and I am impressed that his show has grown into this. You know, oh God, I want to say something else. So <laughs> get out while we can. All right, coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is I cut him off and he stopped asking. We'll find out what that's all about. Get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nap? Well, Cheryl, everybody on this show is married except for Junior. Everybody married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if you got a call saying you married your brother? Ooh. You married what? your brother. You got a call five, six years, ten years down the line, and they tell you that you married your brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Caller, if you find out Tosh was your brother, mm-hmm. got the call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you okay. feel? Well, I got a lot of questions because I'm an only child, so it's, it's a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I got <laughs> right there. <laughs> you can flip the script. Right, 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 right. But I feel you. I feel you. I'd be shocked. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right, Shirley. Yes. Ernesto. Get the call that uh-uh. Ernesto is your brother. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> okay. 
Steve Harvey, you get a call and they say There's that no Miss Marjorie is your sister. Miss Marjorie <laughs> is your sister. How you gonna handle it? <laughs> I'll take the phone call, but I'm gonna act like I, I'm gonna act like you never called. <laughs> wrong number. Sorry, wrong number. Right. Right. <laughs> Go right on back in here and pull these covers back. Get right on back in this bed with her. <laughs> with my little too late now. Too late. <laughs> Yo, with my little sister out there. <laughs> Freaky stuff. All right. All right, Cat Dog, let's go. You married. Hey, but hey, your, Tommy. Tommy. Uh, I know good and hell well, Marjorie ain't my sister. I done seen my sister. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody in my family look like this. Oh. <laughs> You're a mess. Oh, man. All right, let's go, Cat Dog. You married your brother. You married your brother. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach you. Uh, Carmen, please. This is she. Hi, Carmen. My name is Keith. Keith, I'm calling you from Insurance Group. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. You and your husband, uh, what is it? Uh, Harvey? Harvey, is that right? Yes, yes, it's Harvey. Okay, you guys actually put applications and actually went in and got your physicals done for life insurance, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Okay, I actually uh, am calling you from the insurance group. I have you all's lab results and everything as far as uh, your physicals and uh, blood tests and things of that nature. Is there any way I could possibly talk to both of you guys at the same time, you and Harvey? Is that possible? Um, well, sure. He, he's at work right now, um, but I can get him on the phone. Okay, it, it would be... Uh, It'd be kind of easy if I kind of explain everything to both of you guys at the same time, if, that, if that's okay. Okay, something wrong? Uh, no, nothing's wrong. I mean, I, I think I need to just try to bring a few things to you guys' attention, but I think, you know, after that, it's pretty much you guys' uh, decision on what you do. But I just wanted to let you know a few things about, you know, the, the results and things of that nature, life insurance, the whole nine yards, okay? Uh, oh, okay. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. Hello? Hey, babe. Hey, sweetheart. Um, look, I got the insurance people on the line. They want to like, get both of us on the phone uh, to talk to us about the insurance stuff. Oh, cool, uh, cool, I, cool, cool. Good, good. Hey, Harvey, how you doing? This is Keith. Keith from uh, Insurance Group. How are you? Hey, good. What's happening, Keith? Good, good. Listen, um, I want to give you guys a call and kind of follow up. You guys did physicals and uh, right. blood tests and the whole nine yards, and I want to give you guys a call. It's kind of better if I talk to um, both of you guys at the same time. So do you have a minute that we can actually use uh Kind of get some of this information out to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm on a little break right now. I'm good. Okay, great. First of all, we've gotten all your, your lab results back, everything. And I, I kind of got a few questions for you guys that, uh, that I'm a little puzzled on. How, how long have you guys actually been married? Uh, well, we've been three together years. about three, yeah. three years. Okay, now, prior to being married three years, how long did you guys know each other before you got married? Oh, what you say, babe? About five and a half, five, six years? Yeah, about six years. Okay. You guys have been knowing each other pretty close to nine years now. Yeah. All together, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you actually from the same hometown? Do you grow up in the same hometown? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we grew up. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm sorry, is this questioning, I mean, is this about the insurance or? Well, I mean, the there's a few things that's, that's actually uh, puzzling, Carmen, that we need to. <sighs> this this, this is some news I, I actually didn't want to bring you guys, but I, I mean, we have to. I have to actually give you this news. Looking at our records, looking at all the test results, and, and let me be the first to tell you that we run these results over and over and over, trying to make right. sure we are completely 115, 20% right, okay? What's the problem with the test? Well, looking at our test, guys, Harvey, uh, Carmen, it, it's indicating that you guys are related. 
And nine times out of ten, you are you guys are siblings. What? Hold on, man. What? Okay. I, and and I, I understand the shock. It took me. It took everything I had to, to make this phone call. I did not want to make it. But looking at our records, and we went over oh, these records oh, oh, over oh. and over, and, and and the blood work tells us that you guys are actually siblings. Are you serious? Ma'am, I'm, I'm actually I'm very serious. Wife, you know I, I would not. Right? This is not a this is not a laughing matter, not a joking matter. You know, I like I said, I did not want to call with this information. But well, you did make the call, man. Look, you need oh, to go back. I, I don't know what you need to to go back and 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 double check your records or something because oh, this, this, this we've been married three years. Three check with the lab, man. Can you check with the lab and like call us back I, and let I, us you, know they you made know a what, mistake? Harvey, I, and I and I and I knew those questions would come up, and we we went over it. We went over it and over it and over it. Uh, well, y'all need to go over it again because that, oh, that, that don't make no well, damn sense. Hold on, baby. I got this. You make the call, and this gotta be wrong so what you need to do is make another call and call the lab and call us back and let us know that you either know they made a mistake or something you talking about me and my wife uh, and i understand it harvey harvey let me ask you this is it possible no. you know and this is just a, a question yeah. is it possible that your dad and maybe her mom maybe knew each other at some point and what the hey, f what the f you say about my mom and dad that, that, that's some straight Look at you need to have, go back and do whatever you need to do. But I'll tell you what, you say some like that again, I tell you, my baby's going to be coming down that beach your for saying some like that. Yeah, hold, hold, hold on, baby, hold on, baby. Baby, baby, hold on, baby, I got this. Baby, hold on, hold on, hold on, I got it, baby, I got it, baby. I got it. How the you going to call me with this? Where the you from? I don't know where the you from where people do like that, but that ain't all. All I'm doing, sir, is bringing you the results. Why don't you bring me the results in person, and I bet I'll whoop your that's what I'm talking about. Hey, sir, even if you beat the messenger, at the end of the day, that's still your sister. At the end of the day, I'm going to whoop your Look, I don't care what the you're talking about. Not, he ain't my damn brother. Hold on, I, 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 I got I'm going to find out where the you are, whatever cubicle you in. You're going to call me talking about we brother and sister. It's my wife. I understand I that, sir. But somewhere down the line, somebody made a mistake, and you guys, a brother and sister, got married. I'm not at fault for that. Well, let me tell you this. Don't you make a mistake to call it either one of these numbers again in your life. Sir, I got one yeah, more right test result up. I do need to Straight give you. Oh, you got more test results. Okay, all, that, all what you've been talking about, been what else you got to say now? That's going to be worse yeah. than this. The yeah. only other test result I have, ma'am, is that this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh, I told you I ain't like her. <laughs> well, I, when I, I told you. Hey, I got one more thing I got to ask both of y'all. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Sir>. you, Sam. <laughs> Let's marry. I told you I ain't like her. <laughs> <laughs> all right nephew thank you coming up next it is the strawberry letter the subject i cut him off and he stopped asking we'll find out what that's all about right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, <laughs> and more, please, you okay? Please submit your Strawberry Letter to SteveRVFM.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. When you write us, you never know. This one could be yours. All right? You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I cut him off and he stopped asking. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm married to a very stubborn man. And out of eight years of marriage, he's ignored me for most of that time. I'm a charge nurse, and I've been really stressed out lately, as you can imagine. I come home to my husband, and I expect him to listen to me, uh, vent, and console me. But instead, he has his head in his phone, and he tunes me out. I have asked him to do favors for me or pick up groceries and dry cleaning, and he will lie and say he'll do it. And when I ask him about it, he either says he doesn't remember agreeing to do it, or he will say he didn't have time to. I got so fed up with him that I stopped talking to him. He didn't care because I was still having sex with him so I could unwind at night. I realized he was enjoying the sex and didn't have to deal with my mouth, so I cut the sex off and he eventually started talking to me and paying attention to what I had to say. I played that game with him whenever I got really irritated with him. Back in May, I had a colonoscopy and he took me for the procedure and left me there. I had to be put into a holding room because the nurse couldn't find him. He eventually came to pick me up and that was it for me. I had had enough of him, so I went back to ignoring him. He apologized and begged me for sex for the first three weeks and then he stopped. He seemed to be okay without sex and his mood changed. He let me vent to him and he started helping me out around the house. I tried to reward him for good behavior with sex and he turned me away. I'm not sure of what he's up to, but he will not he but he will not have sex with me now. Has my ignoring game backfired? What is up with him? <laughs> Well, I mean, realistically speaking, either he's getting it from somewhere else or he's playing your game back at you so you can see how it feels. Um, I I know it's confusing to you because in the midst of him now cutting you off, he's still being nice to you. Um, He's still he's still being nice. What does that mean? You you've been with this man for eight years. And for the most of that time, you said he has ignored you. I mean, you said that in the letter. So even though there's no proof that he's cheating, he has changed significantly. And change in behavior from a man could definitely be a sign of cheating, proof or not. My question to you is, why are you still with this man? You've been basically single in your marriage for 
for all of these years. You said you he's ignored you for eight. You've got no help from him and the simple things like picking up the dry cleaning or getting groceries. And the big one, where was he after your colonoscopy? Why did you have to be put in a holding room? You yourself said that was it for you. Well, apparently not because you're still there and now he's flipped the script on you. He's flipped the game and uh, has you worried about what he's up to. So, I mean, my advice is you got to talk to him because only he can tell you why he's turning you away. And please do not expect him to be honest if he is cheating. Uh, He's not going to tell you the truth. But again, I say you got to talk to him. You got to find out what's going on. Then you can make an informed decision on your next move because it's obvious you want to stay. You want to stay married to him. Uh, Well, at least you did, you know, when you were in control, when you were controlling him with sex. So talk to him and find out what's going on with them steve okay all right ladies lady uh shirley and carla let me ask you a question do you want me to give a truthful answer to this letter Mm -hmm. yeah or do you want me to be blatantly honest both i want i want the truth just the truth is good honesty good yeah let's go do both steve i mean is there a difference really yes in the truth and blatantly honest because the truth always has kindness in it blatant honesty is just brutal hardcore facts yeah and that's how your man talks to you we sometimes we're mostly truthful with you and then when we're blatantly honest with you it's because we didn't have enough and you need to just hear it and yeah. which one oh, you want. I like to, yeah. Yeah, which one you I, want? I like to hear the truth. I mean, be honest. Say it. Okay, well, here it is. Give it to us. Give it to the people. I'm married to a very stubborn man, and, and out of eight years of marriage, he's ignored me most of the time. I'm a charge nurse, and I'm usually stressed out lately, as you can imagine. I can't imagine with COVID. I come home to my husband, and I expect him to listen, to vent, and console me. But instead, he had his head in his phone, and he tunes me out. I've asked him to do favors for me. First of all, let's stop. You ready for some honesty? Yeah, come on. He don't like you. Don't hold back. He don't like her. He doesn't like her. He Mm -hmm. don't like her. I believe it. He loves her, but he don't like her. Mm -hmm. I believe it. He don't like her. I have asked him to do favors for me, pick up groceries, dry cleaning. He will lie and say he'll do it, and then I ask him about it. He either says he don't remember agreeing to it, or he'll say he didn't have time to. He don't like her. Mm-hmm. He don't like her. He don't give a damn what she wants. Yeah, he ignored her for eight years. He loves right. her. He bringing the money in, and they paying the bills, but he don't like her. He don't like you no more. So I got fed up when I stopped talking to him. He ain't care. <laughs> Fine. You don't want to talk to me? Fine. I don't care. I, mean, I don't even like you. <laughs> he don't like her. But okay. I was still having sex with him so I could unwind at night. Bam. Cool. Got it. Got the <laughs> cake. Turn and that down. Too. I got the cake. I ain't got to talk to you. H- hold on, Steve. And I'm hold eating on. it too. We having sex? Man, cool. Yeah. Hold on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, I cut him off and he stopped asking. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, I cut him off and he stopped asking. I cut him off and he stopped asking. So now I asked the ladies, Carl and Shirley, I said, what would you all want me to do? I could give you a truthful answer mm-hmm. or I can give you a brutally honest answer. Mm-hmm. They said, well, we want both. Well, you can't do both because, see, when a man gives you a truthful answer, it's always tempered with words of kindness and not so revealing. We'll tell okay. you the truth without mm-hmm. telling you the whole truth. See, that's the difference, and we know the difference. Now, if you want to be blatant honest, then here it is in your face. No sugar on it, it, no coating it. Boom. Yeah. So they asked for the honest answer, so here we go. Uh, she just found out that I'm trying to get this lady to understand something. Uh, you've been eight years to a stubborn man, mostly. He's a charge nurse. She's stressed out. You come home, you expect your husband to listen to you vent and console. And instead, he got his head in his phone. He tunes you out. You ask him to pick up groceries, do favors for you, and dry clean. He'll lie and say he'll do it. You come home, it won't be done. He'll say you either didn't tell him that or he'll just say he ain't had time. All of this is because he don't like her. You're married to a man that doesn't like you. And this is a message for a lot of women need to hear this. See, y'all be trying to save your marriage, but you're saving your marriage, and the man may love you, but he ain't got to like you. He been stopped liking this woman a long time ago. It's things about her he don't agree to. So then, uh, so she got fed up with him, and she stopped talking to him. He didn't care. You know why he didn't care? Because he don't like her. Woo! And then I, because I was still, and he didn't care because I was still having sex with him so I could unwind at night. I realized he was enjoying the sex, but he didn't have to deal with my mouth. Because he don't care. He don't care. He love you. He have sex with you, but he don't like you. You know how many times man can have sex with somebody he don't like? Are you kidding me, ladies? A lot of y'all are married to men that don't like you no more. And you fighting to hang on to this love. But this man don't like you no more. He don't like you. And this is crazy, man. And y'all need to understand this. That's why I asked how you want me to read this letter to you. He don't like her. And I'm gonna show, he don't like her at all in this letter. So he didn't care because I was still having sex with him so I could whine tonight. I realized he was enjoying the sex and didn't have to deal with my mouth. So I cut the sex off. And he eventually started talking to me and paying attention to what I had to say. That is because sex is important in a relationship and sex is required by a man to deal with the unpleasantries of the relationship. If you have good sex, we will put up with the unpleasantries of the relationship if the sex is good. So when you cut the sex off, he said, "Uh uh-oh, let me go on and talk to her even though I don't like her. Let me listen to her so I can get back to having this sex and pay attention to what I had to say. I played that game with him whenever I got really irritated with him. Well, back in May, I had a colonoscopy. He took me for the procedure and left me there. I had to be put into a holding room because the nurse couldn't find him. He eventually came to pick me up and that was it for me. Well, three weeks now, three weeks, Mm -hmm. this been going on. But back in May, when you had the colonoscopy, you know, you get put out for a colonoscopy. Now, you know what? He tied his game, so he didn't. You did say in the beginning of all, he kept his head in his phone. What he doing in the phone? Well, he made contact. So now, while you was out having the colonoscopy, since he don't like you, he went and got some stress relief while you was getting operated on. Make a little run, little run. Made a little, a little run. run. 
Yeah. I'm just telling y'all what happened. Then he came back and picked you up, but you was done with it. I'd had enough of him, so I went back to ignoring him. He apologized and begged me for sex for the next three weeks. Then he stopped. He seemed to be okay without sex. Ain't no man okay without sex. Let's stop that right there. And his mood changed. He let me vent to him, and he started helping me out around the house. Well, wait a minute. That's weird. But you know why? Because he was back to getting sex. And he threw. (laughs) And so now, since I don't like you to throw you off, now let me listen and talk to you at the house and listen to your venting so you don't get wise to the fact that I got some sex outside the house because I ain't going to keep begging your ass who I don't like anyway. I'm not going <laughs> to beg somebody I don't like for sex when I can go to somebody's house I like and have sex and I ain't got to be in love with them. You understand what's happening here in this letter? So he let me vent. He started helping me out around the house. I tried to reward him for good behavior and sex and he turned me away because he's getting the reward somewhere else. And he can't use up his reward with somebody he don't like when he got to save it for that other girl over there who he do like. <laughs> Y'all tripping. Woo. I'm not sure what he's up to, but he will not have sex with me now. He ain't having sex with you. <laughs> How has my ignoring game backfired? He went and got the sex from somebody he liked. Mm-hmm. He ain't like you know how. What's up with him? Nah, they what's like up with other. you? Mm-hmm. No, they don't like each other. Mm-mm. She like they this don't. man. She in love. Yeah. But he love you, but he don't like you. Mm-hmm. Wow. He getting sex somewhere else. He don't give a damn how. All right, Steve. And now Thank he you. don't want that little raggedy little piece you was passing out. <laughs> wow. Post your comments on today's Strawberry yeah. Letter. At Steve Harvey FM on Instagram Blatant and Facebook. honesty. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? Okay, Shirley, but let me remind everybody, tonight is the night. It is happening. The proclamation is happening tonight. Life and Time Cigar out in Lithonia, east side of Atlanta. Man, it is happening uh, I'm going into politics today. That's what all that means for me what? is that what I'm getting in the proclamation and I'm going to be in politics now because the, the, the cities are recognizing the great work I do. Uh, thank y'all so much. Right. Lifetime Cigar. <laughs> Go to eventbrite.com. Get your tickets and uh, we're going to have a nice time tonight. Reggie Hines will be performing as well. Eventbrite.com. Reggie! Just a smoke weekend. Yeah, it's going down to Fate Play Cubs. <laughs> all right, Hunk, man. Well, I'm in politics. Reggie Hunk, Hines. Right? Come on. Reggie Hines, Hunk, my boy. <laughs> Oh, the sacks. Here we go. Uh, MLB All-Star week, uh, week has finished. Uh, you know, the American League won 3-2. to two. That was the game. Giancarlo Stanton was the All-Star game MVP. And there was no more scoring after the fourth inning. It was 3-2 to two for the rest of the way. They need something else when you're watching baseball. Like, they need another sport with it. Okay. I couldn't sit there. Another sport? <laughs> yeah, man. You, when you, in between innings, we need to see no, like a flag man, like football when you game. you run around the bases, they can tackle your ass. Something, man. They got to put something. <laughs> it was like just that. six. It was just uh, uh, three, uh, six more innings of no scoring. It was just empty. It was just nothing. It was just it. That was it. 
So, uh, congratulations, John Costey. Or like they could make baseball more exciting, like like you have your outfielders out there, the other team can put one of their outfielders out there. <laughs> and yeah. He, he can try to knock down balls, knock your ass Keep your ass in, keep him in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep be for, that way a pop fly be about something. Be, mm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. In the Fight NBA, uh, Hornets forward Miles Bridges was arraigned on charges yesterday. Three charges of felony domestic abuse and child abuse uh, says he assaulted his girlfriend in front of their two children and that's where they're adding the child abuse charges what? so let's pray for Miles Bridges man yeah man he's an unrestricted free agent with the uh, Charlotte uh, Hornets you know look I don't know if he's guilty or not no, but don't just know. based on the charge young brothers y'all can't put your hands on these women Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, this is so in front of the kids or out front of the kids. The the rule is you can't put your hands on a woman. Uh, now, now if we don't stop teaching the rule, we need to re-implement it. It ain't the right thing to do. No. No. Man, no, damn. Now if that's what happened and you put your hands on them, bruh, you can't put your hands on a woman. I don't know why y'all think that's cool. I ain't man, she can't hit me. That's true. She shouldn't hit you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you definitely nowadays. can't hit her. No, period. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll tell you how you can register to win $1,500 right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. All right, so you know we've teamed up with Seagram's Escapes, right? Well, we've teamed up with Seagram's to give away $1,500 cash to create your own summer escape. To enter and get the rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. I'm talking $1,500 cash could be yours. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Sip happiness with Seagram's Escapes, your new summer favorite, okay? Okay, yeah. that's what we do. Seagram's that's yes, what we do. $1,500? That's a lot of money. Nice. That's nice. <laughs> All right, switching gears here. Uh, Republican lawmakers have a brand new proposal after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade uh, in June. Prospective fathers now will have to pay child support from the moment of conception. This is a new bill. Like I said, it was introduced on July 13th in both the Senate and the House. It is called the Unborn Child Support Act and would give mothers the ability to receive child support payments while they are pregnant. 
Under the proposal, a court could award child support payments prior to birth and retroactively to the point of conception as determined by a doctor, according to the statement. Paternity tests would be up to the prospective mother, according to the statement. The bill is co-sponsored by a number of Republican lawmakers, including Senators Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee and Marco Rubio of Florida. Now... They can do all of that even though they don't even know who the father here's, is. Here's or... the problem with that. When wow. the baby's born, a man is asked to sign the birth certificate. Mm-hmm. So now, a woman who might be conflicted of who the father is, which yes. happens oftentimes. Yes. Maury yes, Povich has a show on it forever. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. A yeah. woman can just pin this right. on the guy of her choice. That's the flaw in the bill. And all of a sudden, this guy is getting hit with child support payments. And then what happens if he if the child is born and there's a DNA and it's not his? Mm-hmm. See, right. you're opening up a can of worms, man. Yo, that's right. right here. I think it's unfair. Right. Do you give that money back now if it's not his? No. And right. and, and get it back from who? Right. Uh. The mother. Is that what you're <laughs> saying? The mother, yeah. That's who yeah. got the money. Okay. Mm-hmm. What you think the chances of that happen? That's why it's yeah, they can't. unfair. Yeah, they can't make her do that, you know. Is this, this is a crazy. PSA to y'all? <laughs> I, I ain't got a, nothing to do with this here. I think it's. A, I, th- <laughs> I got nothing yeah. to do with well, this. Tommy, I think it's an H and H issue. What is an H&H issue, H&H, I think that's a Herschel and uh, Herschel, Herschel Walker. Oh, no. And And Terrence Howard issue. And Terrence Howard issue. (laughs) Mm -hmm. To speak on this, this is another. Right, right, because these are two. One brother with issue and this brother. And Terrence is turning to be quite a scientific mind. So, you know. So what if this, this, what if you are not the father and this happens? That's what I'm saying. That's the flaw yeah. in it. I know. I know. Yeah. You can't I was do asking, that, uh, man. I was asking Herschel and Howard. Oh, well, now, yeah. see, now H&H. that, now, 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 rightfully so, now, 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 this him. This is, is what happened between, uh, between me and them kids. What they, we know. they saying about the kids that they saying is mine. You understand? Know Which is what happened between us. And then that's where you get folk thinking, I got cellmate children. And that's just not, ain't really ain't the total of what it is. Terrence, would you sign, sign, put some signs on it if you. Well, you know what the uh, (laughs) proclamations actually stated and meaning for us all is that uh, uh, protons and and neutrons get together and you're going to have a proximity of a, a situation like this. And I'm, I've got to be inclined to agree with uh, my uh, counterpart, uh, uh, Herschel, here, uh, uh-huh. in that his children uh-huh. may very well be a particular environmental hazard uh-huh. of climate uh-huh. control. What that got to do with this? <laughs> you you are not the about? father. Because when that Chinese air gets in with American air, you have to air out these things. And I've created a proton that Thank can you. remove air and you can still breathe. With a H&H little bit of nitron in there too. Now. Ooh, yeah. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have it's more nitric, of the Steve Harvey Morning nitric. Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so after the outrage of a potential racial incident that went viral when a video of the Sesame Street character Rosita snubbed and ignored two little black girls during the parade at Sesame Street Place in Philadelphia, uh, Sesame Street Place issued another statement promising to do better, saying we are committed to making this right and the park said it will conduct training for employees to deliver an inclusive, equitable, equitable and entertaining experience for park goers. Meanwhile, the family of the two little girls have now lawyered up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's going down. And them kids is through with Sesame Street at this point. Yeah. We are through I mean, with them. You got to teach people still to be inclusive yeah. at 2022. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They saw those little girls. Mm-hmm. And more videos are coming up. Oh, yeah, coming have you out. see from yeah. Sesame Street Play. Yeah. So this has happened yeah. often. You see yeah, it wasn't the first time. That wasn't mm-hmm. the first time. You seen exactly. that one sister, that little Sesame Street character with the red one? Uh-huh. And push the baby with the, uh-huh. bump the baby with the gas. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, one? no. There's another one where the, where the mama snatched her. Oh, uh, oh no, the, I didn't see The that. big Sesame Street. And went, hey, 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 uh-uh. You see him right yeah. here. Uh-huh. Oh, that's uh-huh. right. Get to hug Get to hug my baby. Mm. Now yeah. we got to whip Sesame Street ass. Mm-mm. Yeah, characters. You, <laughs> we got to deal with people and characters yeah, now. I got to go Nobody like us. <laughs> well, I got a word for you, though, Tigger. Coming up. <laughs> coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather get a horse or a dirt bike as your only means of transportation? Which one? Horse or dirt bike? I'm going to go with that dirt bike. Dirt bike. Yeah. Not the I can feed this yeah. horse. I got, you got to feed him. You got to hope his ass don't get scared of car horn. Fucking <laughs> your ass off. Not coming over here wearing this saddle. <laughs> Step on something, throw my ass off. No, I'm gonna get this dirt bike. Yeah. I come out the mall, he didn't wand it off and left. Yeah, Where is you over there now, folks? Where are you gonna tie your horse up at the mall? Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right. Would you rather take a guaranteed one hundred thousand dollars, guaranteed, or a fifty-fifty chance at one million dollars? Oh, I'm gonna take that fifty. I'm taking that fifty-fifty chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guaranteed a hundred thousand or fifty-fifty. Fifty-fifty a million. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get ten one hundred thousand. Okay, we're mm-hmm. going for the fifty-fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Junior, I'm take 50, that chance. Fifty-fifty. Because I ain't yeah. hell. Yeah, I like well, I ain't had the me. I've had a hundred thousand. I ain't had the meal. <laughs> what the hell? No risk, no reward. Huh? Okay, here we go. Take that risk. Okay. Uh huh. No, you're just talking to me, and me are gonna take a chance. Uh huh. Uh huh. They will. Okay. All right. Would you rather forget your partner's birthday, Mm-mm. or would you forget your rather forget your partner's anniversary? Oh, you can't, you can't forget now. No, you can't forget neither one of them. Oh. Either one, both of them is deaf. So it just depends on which which day is first in the year. You can die early or die later. <laughs> yeah. He can't miss which one. I'm yeah. going with that birthday. It's January 9th. I'm going with that right Dog. now. I, I, see, the anniversary is June 24th. The birthday uh-huh. is October 10th. I got to nail both of them. I, uh-huh. Look, man, Had them two time. days right there is the mm-hmm. ones I got to make the biggest deal about. I can make a bigger deal about that than Christmas. Oh. But you let her birthday come along 
and that damn anniversary. And you don't, uh-huh. you got the, them the two biggest deals you got. You can miss Valentine's Day. You can mess that up a little bit. Yeah. But uh-huh. your ass bet not do, though. It's her damn birthday come along, and you sitting your stupid ass up here talking Let him know, Steve. Oh, it's Let today? Know. Let him know. Death. Let him know. Man, boy, boy, that anniversary and that birthday, them two big, you, you can blow Christmas, mm-hmm. and I don't advise it, mm-hmm. but you can blow Christmas. You can mess up Valentine's Day. I don't advise it. Let me tell you what you can't do. Shirley's is the same day, and she didn't forget <laughs> And that man's birthday is the same damn day. And she didn't forget. What? I didn't forget the I didn't forget the I just forgot how many years. Uh, Same thing. Yes. Same thing. Mm, All right. Oh, look at the time. All right, coming up, it's our last break of the day. (laughs) Didn't forget that. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, here we are, guys. Our last break of the day on this Thursday. It's been a good day. Oh, and uh, great yeah. day. Yeah. Thank okay. you guys for listening, for tuning in. We appreciate you so much. We love you. Loyalty, loyalty, uh-huh. loyalty. We appreciate it for all these years. The Steve Harvey hey, hold Morning on one Show. Second. Hey, Dave. Can you pull the statement the lady made? Okay, cool. Because I want to play it. Go ahead, Sean. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, we're going to turn it over to you, Steve, uh, hey, for closing remarks. You got you some. You know, my closing remarks today is going to be interesting because I wanted mm-hmm. to play back for anybody that missed it. Uh, we do uh, voicemail calls. And this mm-hmm. was a voicemail call I got. Here it is right now. Hi, Steve. My name is Sandra, and I'm calling from the D.C. or the DMV area. I'm sorry. So my question is, please don't take offense to this, but my question is, I listen to your morning show every day, pretty much, and I always listen to your words of encouragement after the show. I want to know what makes you the expert to feel like you can say these words of encouragement to people. Are these things that you've been through? Um, are these things that, that your family has been through? You know, give me a little insight on why you say the words of encouragement that you do from. Okay, tell Tommy I love him. You know, uh, after I heard that, I was kind of a little set back, but not really, even how I handled it earlier. But after giving it some thought and listening to her for the second time, mm-hmm. I think really what she's looking for is just some insight. I think she's a fan of the show. And then yeah. she even said in there, and I missed this, I listen to your closing remarks every day. Uh-huh. And I think she's just trying to find out really where it's coming from. And what's the basis behind it? So let me share it with you what I think has happened to me. I didn't always agree with the life God was giving me. I didn't always agree with the hand that I was dealt. I thought at times it was a bit excessive. I thought that getting the marriages wrong was a mistake mostly on my part, 
But I thought he could have stepped in. But then I learned that I didn't ask him to step in. I thought that living in the car for three years was a bit excessive. But I, I needed that time as I look back on my life to discover some things about me. I didn't understand growing up in poverty. I didn't understand that my entire career, I've been questioned at every level. I didn't understand why I've had to do more in my career than some of my counterparts who aren't black, and I had to excel in ways to even get a fraction of the pay that they get. I didn't get it, but I do now. At 65 years old, I understand completely what has happened to me. And it's a realization that has helped me. Because along the way, I had to learn that my career was what I was paid for. That my calling is what I was made for. All those things that I didn't have an understanding of that God was doing for me, he was making me. I didn't know it. He was shaping me. He was molding me. He was preparing me for a day when I could honor him in my opening remarks of my show, in my closing remarks of the show, where I could bear witness to his goodness, his grace in my life, his mercy in my life, his forgiveness in my life. All the times I remember my mama's teaching to me as a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. I remember all those messages keep coming back and I've learned these lessons over and over and over again and I learned them through experience, through trial and error. So to answer your question, yeah, that's exactly why I feel like I'm able to share these things because I've been through almost everything that I talk about. I done had a full run, man. I really have. My 65 years has been packed, crowded, jammed, chocked full of experiences to the point where I decided that instead of at the end of the day just joking my way out every night, that I would share with somebody who might be going through some similar trials and challenges that I've gone through and just give them some anecdotes, some scriptures, some measures, some principles that I've learned over the years that has helped and aided me through some of the difficult times of my life. Because I've been through what most people go through. Now, I had a two-parent family home, so I don't know what it is not to have a father. But I've been around enough people that don't have fathers to realize that, hey, man, that's got to be hard because if I didn't have my daddy and I was looking at him in that casket at 43 and I was sitting up here realizing there's no way I would have been who I was if it wasn't for that man right there. That experience right there caused me to start the foundation to help single mothers raise uh, their boys without the aid of a father in the house. That tragedy in my life, I turned it into a purpose. All my life, I can point to you all this stuff. And the only reason you can come to this conclusion that I've come to, that you've got to open yourself up to the will of God. You got to really talk to God about your purpose. Because I've often said this, the two most important days of your life is the day you're born and the day you discover why. I had enough sense and wisdom to ask God why. Why, Lord, did you make me? Why did you cause me to go through this? Why have you allowed me to reach the heights I've reached? And he slowly started turning the pages and say, because I made you for this. I want you to turn around. I want you to share this information. 
I want you to teach this to people. I want you to tell somebody about me. That's why I'm qualified to do the closing remarks. That's exactly why. Thank you for your call, ma'am. And I don't take offense to it at all. Those are my closing remarks. And see right there, I've grown up to a better person. Because 20 years ago, I'd have lit your ass up. Uh, Thank you for calling. She she knows you, though. She listens. She's a fan 20 years ago, I'd have lit her ass up. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love and Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.